Welcome to Casual Conversations with Ryan and Jonah, where we discuss interesting topics in a casual manner. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Casual Conversations with Ryan and Jonah. It is good to be back, and uh, it's also especially good to be back because we have, once again, another very special guest with us tonight, Miss Veronica Rusk. Hello. Thanks for having me. You're very <laughs> welcome. Uh, it's nice to have you here. Uh, Veronica, why don't you give us a little bit of background about yourself? Uh, any special projects you're working on? Uh, any uh, special uh, stuff? What, where is your field? Um, well, I graduated from college back in May uh, with a degree in film, another degree in women's studies. Uh, a few months ago, I went back to school and I'm working on a master's in theology and pastoral studies at Loyola University of Chicago. That is pretty cool double majoring too very uh very yeah. nice work. actually i also minored in catholic studies as well so i double majored and minored wow um yeah and um i'm living at home because of pan- pandemic i'm working and that's pretty much it not really eventful going on in my life right now that's fair <laughs> um, that, that i think that, that goes for most young adults uh in the world right now uh, but yeah, I, we invited Veronica on. Uh, she is a very, very close uh, friend of mine. A very, very, uh, a very, very close friend of mine. In fact, she's my girlfriend. Uh, so that there uh, it is, <laughs> there it is. Correct answer. Spilling the tea. Spilling the tea. Tea has been spilled. Yes, and we're here to talk about music. Indeed, we are. Today is a music-related episode. We're going to talk about. We talked about old sort of tunes, and we talked a little bit about the music of today. Mm. Uh, but we, we haven't really dedicated a lot of time to doing it. That's what tonight is for. Sure. We'll be talking more about music of today. Uh, who are some big stars out there that uh, our guest may or may not be obsessed with, and uh, and see uh, if it compares maybe to real music. Okay, okay. As Jonah would put it. Yeah, real music. Get out of here. Okay, I'm so sorry that you think my opinion is incorrect. I'm so sorry. I don't think your opinion is incorrect. I just find it intriguing. Okay. Um, that, uh, what you define real music to be. Hmm. To to reiterate for those who have not listened to episode one, Unpopular Opinions, (laughs) uh, Jonah said that much of music of today, much of the popular music, does not qualify uh, as real music. Uh, can you elaborate a bit more on that? No, just go back and listen to the episode. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> I don't need to explain myself again. Yeah. I said I disagreed. Uh, Veronica, apparently you agree. Oh, no, I don't, dis- I don't agree at all. Um, I don't think you can define music. I think people like what they like. My problem is when, um, people discredit certain types of music over other music because of the artist or the way that it sounds or something like that. Okay. That, that makes sense, you know, and, and no one can really, I mean, I say don't judge a book by its cover, but everyone judges music by how it sounds. Yeah, exactly. It's different to everyone and everyone has different tastes. Of music and you're Jonah, you're one for more live stuff, right? Anything, yeah, anything live. I'm definitely more for it. I'll go, you know, I go to a lot of concerts, a lot of things like that. I like to get to a lot of more concerts after this pandemic is over. I'd like to get to a lot more and start going to those more often, definitely. 
I'm not a huge concert guy. I never really have been. I like. I don't see the appeal. I know some of us have oh. been to many more. You concerts. are missing out. You are missing actually, out. I'm on this one. You are missing out big time. You don't know. What I don't get what like. I mean, I get it. It's like watching. It's just watching someone sing, which I guess can be exciting. But to me, music is. But like. No. Like when you like see an artist you love in person sing, it is a spiritual experience, it really and I is. stand by that. I I 100 agree with Veronica because a good example is when I went to see Elton John live. He opened up with Benny and the Jets, and they like had music. Then the lights went down, the whole room went quiet, and eventually it was just a stroke of the piano. And everybody went wild. That first chord. It was just a single stroke of the piano and everybody knew what it was. And everybody was like on their feet, ready to go. Like everybody knew what this was. And they they knew for some people it was like a defining moment in their lives almost right there. That's fair. That's That's fair. I'm not really. Yeah, my. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say my first concert was, of course, Miss Taylor Swift. Oh, um, oh boy. I, okay, I was, <laughs> I was, I was like fifth grade at the time, and I like loved Fearless, like her second album, and I was like, this is fantastic, like I listen to it all the time. And it was a Christmas, and we got the tickets for Christmas, my sister and I, and like, we freaked out, like mm. tears. Like I was so excited <laughs> and we made like t-shirts and everything. And like, I'll never forget, like, st- like sitting there and then like, it goes dark. Everyone is screaming and like chanting. And she like comes up out of the stage and everyone just jumps up and starts like losing their minds. It was, oh, it's amazing. It feels it. so cult-like, like this idol. Oh, no, it's very cult-like. <laughs> Like, when every single person in the room is singing the exact same song with the artist, it's a cult. Oh, that's, like, that's definitely a but cult. But it gives you chills, and it's amazing. I love it. Yeah, you should really go to more concerts. Like, I mean, even if it's, like, a like kind of unknown band, and, you know, it's, like, at a smaller, like, more remote location, like, you know, that's still a concert, and it's still something you're experiencing. Like, a concert, like, you know, Veronica, like you were saying, it's a, like, it's a whole other experience hearing it live. Then it is just listening to it on like an uh, like a, a Spotify or Apple Music or whatever because you're actually there experiencing it, hearing it for yourself and what it actually sounds like, and that's just something about it. There's just something about it that's so magical. It's just it's such an experience. It really is. That is fair. That is fair. I have been to a few concerts. I'm not I'm not a huge concert goer. I've been to a few. They've been like smaller bands. Uh, in the city of Chicago, there's one band called Friday Pilots Club. I think that's what it was called. Shout out to you guys. You were very good. Uh, I saw this guy called Somo. Shout out to him as well. You Ooh, were very good. Somo. Um, I haven't been to any like bad concerts. I just they weren't for bands that I that were that meant a lot to me. Okay. So I have yet to go to a concert that I would love to go to a Panic concert. Ooh. Uh, oh, I saw Panic Live. It was so good. Uh, of course you did. <laughs> Hey, it hey, was amazing. I, w- oh, I would. He love can to hit see those him. notes live, like anyone. Oh, amazing. Yeah, his voice. So I could see him being an absolutely stunning performer. He is a stunning performer. Have you mm, seen him? Yes. On YouTube, yeah, live on YouTube. Well, anyone could see him live on YouTube. Well, I, well, I watched the whole concert on YouTube. It was really good. His whole concert's on YouTube. 
Yeah, somebody filmed a panic concert. What? You don't think someone would? Everybody does that. Come on. Where what? have you been the last, like, past two decades? I don't watch decades? concerts. I don't <laughs> okay. watch them. Okay, I, I have been to a plethora of concerts. I was actually... Funny story. I think I was like three at the time. It was uh, Stevie Wonder was at Taste of Chicago. I barely remember it, but we saw Stevie Wonder at Taste of Chicago. So I I went to his concert. I've seen Elton John. I saw Lionel Richie maybe like three <laughs> years ago. Again, at the time, I'm a 12 year old going to see Lionel Richie. That's not normal, but apparently, I yeah, I went to see him. I went to like this American Idol like concert where it's like the past like contestants who were on American Idol and they even had uh one of the runner up I think it was uh oh I'm blink uh David Archuleta that's right I remember oh, him yeah love him. He was saw good. him live he's so so good he kind of like disappeared I forgot he existed he just like adorable. Clay Aiken Clay Aiken like was on but then he disappeared yeah Clay Aiken I mean I don't know Clay Aiken that well oh he's yeah. Kind of still got it. I, I would see them. I would see. Uh, I said I, I would see Panic. Okay. Uh, I want to see more. Um, well, I, I guess I would see Stevie Wonder too. Go see he's Metallica. Not, he's not actually blind. No, Stevie Wonder is not blind. He's legally blind. He may be. He may be legally blind, but there is ample, ample evidence to to prove that Stevie Wonder can in fact see. 2022 L degree. Twenty twenty two L Woods legally blind. Legally Blind, the sequel to Legally Blonde. <laughs> Don't hate on my girl Elle Woods. Don't you even touch that. <laughs> I want to see. I more, love like, Legally Blonde. I want to see more like movie music live. I want to see Hans Zimmer live. Would I want to see, see Ramin Jawadi do a Game of Thrones concert live. Oh, That's what you go to Ravinia so cool. for, dude. Like every single summer. Like I think it was like three summers ago. They had a real live. I think it might have been the Chicago Philharmonic playing for the Wizard of Oz. Oh, I know. Like, I know they do stuff there. Yeah, I saw. You go I to saw. That. Great. Um, I didn't see Michael Giacchino do it, but I saw the, the Star Trek uh, played to picture. How was that? That was amazing. Yeah, that was, nice. that's one of my favorite soundtracks too. Oh, so that okay. that was that was a fun experience. That's the kind of concert I would go to. I guess. So I would, you, that would you be don't fun want, to go like, to. That'd be different. Yeah. I that I think that'd be fun. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that yeah, that could definitely be fun. Oh, I've seen Beach Boys as well. That's right. Beach Boys? Yeah, I saw Beach Boys. I saw the Righteous Brothers. Oh yeah, I, oh. I, I see. I, I see way too many old concerts. But I, I think if I've been to like any, I don't even think I've been to any modern like artist concert. I mean, I mean, Veronica went to Taylor Swift. Like, have you been at other modern? Uh, concerts? Yeah. Um, so I saw Taylor Fearless Tour, Red Tour, 1989 Tour. I saw Panic. I saw Ninja Sex Party. I think that's it. Ninja Sex Party is awesome. Oh, yeah, you like it? That was fun. That was fun because uh, it was at the Aragon Ballroom here in Chicago, which is a beautiful venue. And um, it was my friend's first concert ever. So I was like, hell yeah, awesome. let's do it. Oh, yeah. And we were small and short, and we wiggled our way up to the front because we were in standing room only. So we got, like, two or three, like, rows close to the stage. It was awesome. Ooh, that's so, great. Everyone was so nice, too. We were all just having a great time. It was a, that was a fun concert. That's really I had no voice the next day. I think I was a little bit sick, too. And then I had no voice. And I was like, I don't care. It, it, that, concerts will do that to you, but they are worth it. Absolutely. Oh, they're so they worth it. Are. As speaking as a guy who doesn't go to concerts, uh, they'll do that to you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but they are worth it. <laughs> mm-hmm, definitely, yeah. I think. Yeah, there's a lot of concerts I still really want to get to. Like one concert that oh, is like uh, five seconds of summer. 
And yeah, there's like a five bunch, seconds yeah. of summer. Oh, okay. You know there's a that story is behind one, that concert. If that you is hear. one. I, I, I Veronica says she has a story. I want to hear this. Okay. Yeah. What's your story? <laughs> okay. So my two friends and I, we love five seconds of summer. Um, and we wanted to see them so bad live. So we were like, okay, let's do it. And they were, I was, it was in high school. So I was in Florida and, um, it was at this outdoor like venue and we get there, and um, it was really, really hot, and they weren't letting people in right away, so there was, like, this big crowd. And we were trying to, like, maneuver around the crowd. Um, so my friend passed out on me from oh heat God. exhaustion. And her boyfriend at the time's mom and sister were there, like, just happened to be there and recognized her. And she was like, oh, my God, are you okay? Blah, 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 blah. So they got her food and water, and, like, she was okay. And then, like, 15 minutes later, it pours rain. This is an outdoor venue. It pours rain. And we, like, find our seats, and we're drenched in sweat and rain. And, like, it was just gross. But it was was so fun. It was... uh, They were great live. You you sure got a a taste of summer at that concert. Honestly... Yeah, yeah, I... Yeah, we had more than five seconds of summer at that freaking concert. Oh, Oh, definitely. So good. So um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Veronica, I'm getting a strange deja vu. You've told me that story before. I don't know why. I'm getting like a like incredibly strange deja vu that, you, that someone, so either you I don't or think someone I even, I don't has think told I me like a story, story before. Same like venue, same concert, same everything. That's so weird. I don't even know why. It's I'm getting like so many random deja vus these days. It's the weirdest thing ever. Like, um, Ryan, our cousin Sage, his birthday's coming up. Sage's birthday is coming up. And it's on March 30th. And what I was saying is, like, um, so we had an invite for it. It was on March 30th. And, like, you know, we got a text about it. And I thought to myself, I got a deja vu that we did a drive-by for him eventually. Because we did. Right back when COVID started, he was the first COVID birthday we had. We drove by our cousin's house and we held up signs for him for his birthday. And here we are now, a total year later... And we're about to go. We're about to go celebrate his birthday and probably like hang out in their backyard or something, you know, socially distanced with masks on. But that's just I got the strangest deja vu that we had like done something for him when like the you know March thirtieth that one date like resonated in my mind. That's the that's the strange things about birthdays. I know it's, it's like they happen every year. Oh my god, it's so weird though. One after another. <laughs> I don't know why it's so weird to me. Back back to five seconds of summer. I am sorry yes. that is weird for you though. Uh, <laughs> I hope I hope after, as time goes on, you can figure that out. <laughs> I, I I probably won't, but I mean maybe you know, maybe you're psychic like Raven, and that's a Raven. Oh yeah, yeah. Ryan, you will pass Ooh. out in five seconds. Three, I really two, hope not. One. I did want to, speaking of passing out, let's go back to five seconds of summer. (laughs) (laughs) Great transition. Thank you very much. I'm proud of that. (laughs) But no, uh, we, Veronica, we briefly discussed this, but back to modern music, like, I feel like a lot of these modern bands sound the same. When you turn on the, I mean. Oh my God. Yes, we did have this. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. And after listening to more of AJR, whom I really like, and and five seconds of summer, who who I'm starting to like. Like after listening That's to right. more of them, then I can like start to hear differences in like their music and their style. But on first, That's right. On first hearing, if you like turn a song on the radio 
you'll hear like this high tenor singing and like this music that backs yep. them up and stuff and some backup vocals. Exactly. I'm like, this could be literally any band of today. Like they don't sound unique enough for me to tell them apart. They all sound the oh. same. Then you know what? Go listen to some mariachis. I could. Um, that will like. There. Okay. I will. I will. You know what? I will give it to you. There are some songs that do sound the same, but like those are the top forty hits. And if you listen to the rest of the album, there are songs that. That's There's true. like a nice, in my opinion, throughout their album, especially their later albums, in terms of five times. I, I absolutely agree. Their with her. songs have like a nice, better like variety, mm. in my opinion. That is fair. However, while I'm listening on the radio, I shouldn't, like, okay, I could, like, that's the problem, though, because, like, you have to go off of the top 40 hits, but all these songs sound the same. I, I don't feel a want to, because I feel like I'm just hearing the mm-hmm. same thing over and over again. Like, I well, don't know. That's why I don't listen to the radio. Ooh. I don't listen to the radio. You don't no, listen straight to up. Radio? I haven't listened. I haven't straight up listened to a radio in I think years. I mean, I, I don't just, listen. I play my playlist on Spotify or I listen podcasts. I mean, I'll do that. See, that's what I've done on Spotify. That's mm-hmm. that's a brilliant thing about Spotify because Spotify. I mean, you can listen to your own music, but also um, along with this podcast, I might add. But um, you can also <laughs> shameless <laughs> plug. <laughs> um, but also, like they have something called like song radio, where like you could pick a song you like. And they'll play other songs that they think you'll enjoy, like a yep. collection of them from around Spotify. And then you can go off of those and listen to like radios of those. Like I, that, that allows you to like pick a lane yeah. of, of something you enjoy and go off of it. Uh, but as a, yeah. for actual radio, you're right. I have not listened to actual radio in, in quite yeah. some time. Yeah, so check yourself. For, for that particular reason, okay. <laughs> I mean, the radio's not bad, though. I mean, obviously, I don't listen to, like, modern stuff on the radio. Like, I'll, actually, sometimes I have classical music on in the radio. I, I, I like nice. classical music. When I mean, you say classical, are we talking, like, Baroque era or, like, 19, <laughs> late 90s? No, 90s. when I say classical, I mean, like, like, like orchestras and bands. Oh, and, nice. like, a string quartet. Like, that's what I mean. And nice. It's actually... It's actually not that bad. I mean, if you start listening to it more, it's not that bad. So I'll have that on. Maybe I'll have the Spanish radio on sometimes. You know, I'll have some classic rock on. You know, maybe some ACDC, got some Metallica going, something like that. I mean, there's a lot of different radios you can be listening to and a lot of different things that could be on. So, And that's a yeah. solid mix, too. You got, like, some orchestral and you also have some classic yeah, rock all right. as well. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's a nice little mix of, of different genres to Absolutely. listen to. It is. And I mean, that's the thing with modern music. You, I mean, you can get, I guess you can get it out with that because I mean, there's so many different artists and I know what you were saying, you know, it kind of opens up with the same, you know, like same thing, you know, like the high falsetto, then it goes into the song. But, s- you know, still, all these artists are like different genres of music in a way almost. I mean, like... I'm trying to think of a good example, and I can't right now. But but you know what I'm saying. No, you, I don't. You don't understand. I'm saying like all these different artists. They I know they surround the idea of like current pop music. It's what we know as like pop and like trap music and stuff like that. But still, with like, but think of like pop music as like this one giant like you know giant subject and. 
and the types of musics they take, like the types of music that those artists take from the idea of pop are like the subtopics within the giant topic. That's what it's almost like. You know, so maybe, mm. you know, one subtopic can be Billie Eilish, one can be Harry Styles, one can be Taylor Swift. It's like they all kind of go their own way. And no, I'm not making a Fleetwood Mac reference here. I'm so sorry. But, um... <laughs> But um, so so you say. <laughs> but, well, that wasn't intentional. <laughs> that wasn't intentional until I made it intentional. But um, you you know what I'm saying. You starting to see what I'm saying here. Well, I, I I think, I think um, a, probably a few years ago, a lot of pop sounded the same. Mm-hmm. Um, there was there's like you know the classic you know pop anthems, pop punk anthems of you know the 2000s, 2010s. Um, but like, I think now because you can go on Spotify and a lot of artists aren't really kind of, they're kind of putting their middle finger to genres and just doing whatever they want. Um, I think pop is just whatever is popular. Um, but yeah. I mean, that is what pops is short for, popular music. Yeah. But like, you know, like, like if you go back and you look at like the top hits of like the late 2000s, it's all, it's like. All these like pop anthems, like Katy Perry, Rihanna, like Britney, like all of these, like when you hear them play, you're like, oh hell yeah, like let's get it. But like now, it's so across the board because so many people listen to so many different things that like if I turn on the top forty hits, I don't think I'd know maybe one song, which is Taylor Swift. But like even that song's hmm. not like a party <laughs> song. Does that make sense? Okay, that that's fair. I mean, wait. Wasn't there a song that just recently came out called Popular, or am I imagining that? That's a song from Wicked? uh, It's not new. I I know there's a song called Popular out there, because I I don't remember who sings it. I feel like I've heard that title somewhere before. It is from Wicked. Kristen Chenoweth sings it, and it is not new. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. (laughs) Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I I, I don't know. I I feel like I've just heard that title somewhere else, Mm. but... No, yeah, I, I, Veronica, I definitely agree with what you're saying, you know, and adding on to that, I mean, yeah, like pop, you know, like 2000s pop consisted of like, you know, that's like 2010s was like Justin Bieber right there. That's like the Justin Bieber era. And then, you know, eventually there was like, you know, like what the Beatles had, with like the British, you know, the Beatlemania and all that stuff. Ha- started happening, you know, with like band, like you know, all these boy bands kind of started to fall out because it was the rise of the British bands, like you know, One Direction or I don't know. I'm trying to think of another example, but you you know what I'm saying. The rise of the British. Uh, bands. Yeah, but also no, because yeah. <laughs> um, yes and at no, the okay. time um, there was a lot of women in pop music that often yeah. tend to get overlooked, and I argue have lasted longer than those bands because they had to learn to adapt to the industry because industry was not adapting to them. Mm. I.e. Taylor, Britney, Madonna, Rihanna. Well, not really Rihanna, but you know what I mean. That's true. That's true. Okay. You got to, you bring up a good point. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Beyonce. Beyonce. Taylor Swift. Ariana Grande. (laughs) Nicki Minaj. Cardi B. Her. Like. I don't like (laughs) Cardi B. Is, you don't like Cardi B? Oh my god! You don't like Cardi B? <laughs> I, oh my gosh, no! And that's that's also why I can't stand um, Lizzo. Can't stand Lizzo. You don't like Lizzo? Oh my god! I love Lizzo. No, there a is a certain. I will tell you no. this. I am so sorry. 
For all of you who are Lizzo or Cardi B stands, I can't. Not even like Nicki Minaj drives me to like oh God, no end so with much. annoying music. I. I'm sorry. Okay, but listen, I will tell you this because you will probably never understand this, but I have <laughs> witnessed a horde of girls and gays sing their hearts out to any Lizzo song, any Nicki song, Definitely. and they any do. Cardi B song, yep. and it is the most fun you will ever have. Oh, yeah. And it is so, it is so amazing because some of those songs are, sometimes they don't make sense, but they're just fun to listen to and they're fun to dance to. And of course, Lizzo is just an amazing icon who's breaking friggin' the stereotypes of what a woman is and in music. And ah, love her. Oh, Lizzo's she's great. great. Lizzo her. is an icon, and I I respect the the hell out of her. I know. I, I mean, really she's, do. She's a great person. I don't like her music. As a person, she's a great person. I don't like her music. Nicki Minaj, same thing. You know, like Cardi B, same thing. I just don't like their music. Also, I can't stand Cardi B's laugh though. Like that. Drives me to no end. It sounds like you just don't like Cardi B. No, her laugh drives me. It's like, um, who's the guy who played Bilbo in like Lord of the Rings? Martin movie? Freeman. No, no, um, not not him. The one who has like the crazy laugh or whatever. When he oh Smeagol? Smog? <laughs> no, not Smeagol. Like like they did behind the scenes interviews, and I can't remember his name now. But he he has like this really crazy laugh. I'm trying to remember. His I don't know name. which which character you describe it. Oh, I gotta. I'm I'm looking it up. Okay. It's just. But Anyways. no, Veronica, you bring up a good um, point. Like women are actually are very much overlooked when it comes to music. It, I'm, I am guilty are. of that myself. Yeah, you are. And you know what the worst part about it is? And this is not attacking you. It's just attacking men in general. Okay. Um, is that <laughs> like when you say you like a certain artist, mm-hmm. you will automatically get judged for it. Absolutely, that like you will automatically get judged me. for it. And honestly, it, I'm done. Like it's it's exhausting. Like I don't care about your opinion because I'm going to listen to what I listen to. But for a lo- especially when you when you were Taylor when I was a Taylor Swift fan, like way back in the day, um, I would get like I would get judged because I liked I liked Taylor Swift. And of course Taylor was herself was getting judged by people who were disgusting and gross. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's, um it's you just you can't win when you're a woman. <laughs> you can't win. Mm. <sighs> you got a good point. Like I mean no, yeah, I am definitely guilty of like judging a person based off of their music interests, uh, especially when it comes to Taylor Swift or like other uh, artists as well. Something I'm still currently working on. Taylor Swift is really good, though. Yeah, I am exploring. I am learning to explore more of uh, Taylor Swift and her. That's right. And uh, and you know, not not Cardi B yet. I haven't gotten to her yet. (laughs) Um, Listen, Cardi B is a takes a certain type of person to listen to. I don't think I personally don't think she's for everyone, but I don't think you should judge people judge those who like her. No, I fair, no, that, no, that is yeah. fair. That is fair. I'm not here to judge like, people. I, there's yeah, like no. one or two songs that like like I have in my library that come on and I'm like jamming, but I will not like go out of my way to listen to her. But like when she comes on, like it's a fun time. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, fair. Okay. That's fair. Okay, I mean, yeah, I'll be honest. When I first heard that she did, like when I first heard the remix of like, I like it like that or whatever, because I had already known the original version of that song for years, it ruined it for me. It really 
ruined it for me. I am sorry. I will stick to the original for myself, and because that personally ruined it for that me. That is fair, but I do, I do want to respect and recognize artists who are sort of breaking new ground. No, yeah, I, I'll, like, yeah, um, much there respect. Was, so but. there was a few years ago, Beyonce uh, sang a country song. Uh, That's right, she did. I forgot what song it was. It was a great, it was an awesome performance. It was. And immediately she was attacked on how, like, oh my gosh, you can't sing country. Like, country is like a, you know, white's made country and stuff. You know, country is a South South American white pride genre. It's not. No, no. Uh, no. Like, black people. Okay, first off, like, black people are responsible for pretty much every single genre of American music that we we currently have. Um, Rock and roll, country. Uh, pretty much every genre you can trace back to roots that white people ended up appropriating and stealing, uh, which is not limited to country. Um, and so just you know, it's to see her sing it and like take that backlash mm-hmm. and sort of show like you know, it's 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 neat. Well, that's the that's the frustrating thing, especially with women who are in music when, um, like this. This happened to Taylor. She was really country for a while, and then she went really pop, and then she released Reputation, which was a total different genre from everything else. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone judged. judged her, and she all she wanted to was experiment in different genres, but everyone told her to stay in her lane, but she didn't. Hmm. And the fans obviously still followed her. And now she has masterpieces like Folklore and Evermore and Lover, and... They're kind of indie, but they're kind of also country, but they're kind of also pop. Like, there's really no quote-unquote genre, unless you do, like, the singer-songwriter genre, which mm-hmm. is, like, a blanket statement for everything. But, so, yeah, like, they, like, w- women cannot win. You've mentioned that, it's too. You and I have talked about how women are, like, unfairly judged for branching Absolutely. out and doing different genres that, that male artists never face. They never face criticism for it. You made the you made the Ed yeah, Sheeran especially and Taylor especially Swift when um, like this happened with I think this happened with Madonna but it definitely happened with Britney Spears and with obviously with Taylor and probably some other artists where like they have this like picture of a very innocent woman and then she kind of turns and talks about her experiences or like wears something a little more like revealing or something hmm. and everyone's like attacking her and she's like. I'm sorry, I'm growing up and I'm maturing into, like, an actual woman who has experiences and thoughts and feelings. And she gets attacked and then she gets slut-shamed. And then there's really problematic psychological issues that can happen. And then they just get judged for it. So, like, it's so... And But then you look at men and men can write something, a very similar song about a similar experience from their perspective... And get no questions. Exactly. Not no. who is it about. Not what was it like. Not who are you wearing. Like, it's it's just it's the most bright, blatant double standard ever. And oh, that's not just absolutely. women in music. It's women in general. Absolutely. <gasps> a lot of popular so music is just so misogynistic. A lot of the American music is misogynistic and racist at its very, very core, and it's very, very disgusting to see. As, you know, and you see, you you made the, uh, you talked to me about an interview that Taylor Swift had about, like, someone asked her about, like, well, why are your songs all about relationships and stuff? Like, why do you always have to write about, like, be all emotional in your songs? And Taylor responded something about Ed Sheeran and how he, like, drew from relationships in his yeah. life, but no one gave him shit for it. Like, he was, like, yeah. you know, because he's a man. Um, but they gave her shit for it, and that's pretty damn sexist. 
And not to mention, yeah. like, so many, the, for some reason, you know, all these American industries still want to refer to, like, rap and, and black music as urban. You hear that term thrown around a lot, urban music, city music, which is not a real Well, genre. yeah, but also it's interesting because in that genre specifically, there there's very blatant misogyny and there's songs out there about violence against women and then you have women who come up in that industry who have songs about like reclaiming themselves and reclaiming their body and their songs they analyze on fox and conservative media like are you are you kidding me that's just like, so that disgusting. is that is the most infuriating thing because why can't women talk about their experiences without putting up getting under a microscope absolutely like it's a good song let's listen to it maybe they name drop someone that's great of course i want to know the tea but i'm not gonna ask no unless i become friends with them yeah listen to the song like you could sing about your experiences but we don't have to like nitpick and like analyze and like ask so many questions like it's a it's a song you're allowed to sing about what you want and as an artist like independently you should be able to be able to express yourself like, that's what yeah. singers yeah. do, really. They express themselves through music. Musicians express themselves through what they play and what they write. And as people who listen, we are allowed to to criticize and scrutinize. But, like, god damn, it is unfair the way that it is. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I mean, like, there, there's a certain Cardi B song that um, is a bob and is a wild ride. But, like, there was, it was really popular at the time. A couple months ago, actually probably a year ago, around quarantine started, um, and like some conservative person like analyzed it and said, "Oh my gosh, she's corrupting the youth!" Like, shut up, man! Oh my god! Get out and of like, here, people, that crap! People look at Lizzo dancing and be like, "Oh my god, she's so revealing." She's like, she can't dance like that in public. Like, she also, also the thing with Lizzo is that not only she's a black woman, but she's a fat black woman, and the fact that she is allowing herself to be confident is very threatening to people because they want to stick with the status quo and the status quo is tall skinny white women but that's not it anymore and that's a whole nother topic of like what body types are we seeing and what are we teaching young girls because that is a huge problem oh There's yeah a huge problem with girls and body image and the fact that lizzo should be a role model and should be an icon for them because not only did she is she an amazing singer an amazing, beautiful person, but she's actively, like, saying, like, this is my body, this is who I am, like, I am proud of it. You can shut your mouth. And, I, and that is, is such an amazing thing for her to do. It's absolutely fantastic, but also, I don't know, this is, this is like a, like a, like, early 2000s thing or not, but does anybody ever still talk about the idea of getting swifted? 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 Like a Swifty? You don't. You guys don't know what Swifting is. Does Swifted mean like turn into a Taylor Swift fan? Because they're they're called Swifties. No, that means like an Hi. example, Ryan. Like, like an example of if you got Swifted. If I use the term Swifted, let's just use this as an example. You broke up with Veronica, and basically she would write a song about how you like, you know, and then let's say you like got with another girl. She would write a song talking about maybe how like I'd slash you his dumped her for that slash other girl. Slash his tires, burn his car, Carrie Underwood, nobody no crime. <laughs> That's getting swifted right there. That's the idea. So of swifted is basically like I'll, if you do something bad to me, I'll write a song about you. Essentially, yes, writing a negative song about you. Oh, I mean, people have been doing that 
since the beginning of time. You know, pe- people still do Yeah, it so it's interesting that it's called Getting Swifted, yeah. a clear reference to Taylor Swift, who's a woman writing about her experiences about men who either dumped her, broke up with her, manipulated her, even though she was maybe dating them for a couple months or a year. Yeah, and like, she's allowed like just to write these songs. Just because she drops names in her songs doesn't make her a slut. Oh, yeah. And she's, allowed, she's allowed to do this, but people will turn to her and say, like, oh, man, look at Taylor Swift, you know, writing all about her relationships. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, she should. Why do you... I mean, what's the big deal? I mean, I... Yeah. I, I don't know why... You know, what? what's... Question... What I question is, like, when someone finally is... When a musical artist is finally accepted for who they are and there's no more, like, controversy over what they sing or what they do, my question isn't, like... Like, what happened on the controversy? My question is, like, great, there's acceptance. Why did it take this long? It shouldn't have taken because this long. Because a lot of the American music industry is owned by rich, white, old men who still like to control what people listen to. No, it's not um, right, though. It's, like, it's not, it's just not It's not right. right. It's not right. But But the problem becomes, okay, you say it's not right, but also let's acknowledge the people who aren't white, old men who broke through the ranks yep. and who have started paving the way for other artists to come up and who have changed the music industry for good. Without people like mm-hmm. Beyonce, Taylor, Britney, Madonna, like the music industry would probably be garbage and probably be full of gross men. Oh, yeah. It would be much different today mm-hmm. if they did not exist. Exactly, yeah. And they are changing oh, the God, industry for the better. Oh, and Ariana Grande. Yeah. And they are... Very great role models for young women of color, especially who are who are looking to see that they hey, if they can do it, you know, then 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 we can too. Like we have we we can we can make our voices heard, we can sing and we can express ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um and they're showing us that we can. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think the other factor of it is a lot of these women um learned found their voice publicly, first of all, um, but also figured out how to become unapologetic. Yeah. Because that's a that's a big problem because especially young girls, especially for me, it was an internalized thing where I felt I had to apologize for everything, literally everything. Hmm. And it's really hard to break that societal message that's subconscious, especially for young girls, um, and then when you see someone who does not apologize for the music they make, does not apologize for, you know, when they're clearly not in the wrong, of course, if they're in the wrong, that's a whole nother issue, but, um, I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. And I think it's a message that I'm glad I'm seeing more, but I wish I saw when I was in middle school. Yeah. Cause I didn't really have that. Yeah. Right. And I'm, I think it's very nice that people who are middle school now kind of do have that, have more of that at least. And hopefully but of as course they... you have all the flights that go with being a middle school girl, which is absolutely awful. <laughs> <laughs> but as they see this, it's definitely inspiring and hopefully we can see more of it as time goes on as well. Um, we yeah. can definitely like change the industry for good. It has been changing slowly, slowly over time, but there's still a lot of work to be done. A lot, a lot of work. Uh, before, you know, just there's still a lot wrong that we can yeah. go. <laughs> but also I think it's cool because with the invention of Spotify and streaming and also TikTok, there's a lot of like independent artists who are 
getting more popular. Oh, yeah. But, like, if you didn't have that in place, like, you wouldn't have reached the people you've reached, which I think is really cool because then it adds more chance, more diversity for people yeah. to this break goes, through the, the music industry. This goes back to Spotify, exactly. Because now, you know, if you're if you're rejected from, like, making the radio... You know, you have other ways of showing off yourself and then people can find you on other, you know, listening platforms and and you can express yourself there. Uh, and it's definitely giving uh, more artists a chance to be heard. And I think really giving everyone a taste of different genres, like, uh, di- which is a lot different from the repetitive same sort of popular stuff we hear on the radio all the time. You know, and, and now we all get to hear something different uh, and we're all being exposed to different types of music. And I think that's really great. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, sea, no, it's fantastic. sea shanties were a, a thing again. I argue they still are. Yeah. But like, <laughs> seriously, like they, they, we brought back this like sailing century genre of music. Um, and then, you know, you go on TikTok and you see like people making duets with it. And, you know, there are different covers of Wellerman spotting up every Monday. It's it's really great. You want, you've been wanting to bring up sea shanties for like weeks. On yeah, this Veronica, I, Veronica, I don't even I don't even know half the things he talks about with these sea shanties. Of I think it's great. And, and, and not it's I mean, say what you want about sea shanties, but it's a perfect example of a genre of music that's bring mm-hmm. being brought back to life and in a new light for people to enjoy. And it's all thanks to TikTok. Genres, it's like one of those things where like if I was at a bar, like a tavern themed bar, and like a sea shanty came on, like of course you join in the fun. But personally I would not put a sea shanty on a playlist. No, I would if you were if you're driving along I ninety four in the middle of a rainstorm. I don't think uh, so. listening to sea shanties would probably make the trip a lot more enjoyable. Ryan, not speaking from experience yet, uh, but they probably oh boy. can't wait for that car ride. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. If it was, if I was driving on I ninety four, it's raining outside. I'd probably have some like calm Taylor Swift going. That's what I would probably have. Go- I mean, come on, Taylor Swift, and you can't even deny that. Like I, I'm openly gonna admit it. I listen to Taylor Swift way too much. I this do. is a safe space. What, when were you going to tell me this? Like not, not, long, not too soon, buddy. Not too <laughs> soon. But <laughs> Well, not only does my girlfriend love Taylor Swift, but it turns out my brother does too. Okay, She's no. been around me the whole time. And I also, I love country <laughs> music too. I love country music too. I will like vibe out to some country music in the car. If it's a nice sunny day, you're driving around. I got some, either that or maybe some like Michael Buble going. Got some good. Oh, Mike. yeah. Michael, I, like, I like Michael Buble. Got Have you heard Buble. the... Uh, the Taylor Swift theory, the theory. What is there the are a few theory? theories, okay. but there is a big one what that Veronica can can share. But she has uh, too many cats. I really oh, hope yeah. Lauren oh, yeah. is listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> your sister, sister. Um, okay, so there's this theory mm-hmm. <laughs> that Taylor Swift and Harry Styles committed manslaughter and got away what? with it. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> Who, who, so there's a song. The okay, so so a few years ago, there was a few years ago, Harry and Taylor got into a car accident. And there's a song called Out of the Woods, which is about that. Um, it's on her 1989 album, uh, her fifth album. Yeah, I think. Um, anyways, 
Um, and so, um, she, like, references the car crash, blah, blah, blah. So everyone was like, okay, why did they crash? And then if you cut to, so, like, there's also a song called I Know Places, which is also on 1989, and it's about, like, hiding from someone. Like, they're clearly hiding. They're trying to get somewhere. Like, right. no one can see them. So why are they hiding, right? What are so they hiding? you go to the next album, you go to Reputation, and you have songs like Getaway Car, I Did Something Bad, like, all of these things. And all these Swifties are thinking, okay, she killed someone. What's the worst thing you could do that I did something bad? What'd you do? She killed someone. Then you fast forward to Evermore and then you have Nobody, No Crime. And you, everyone's like, how did she write this? She clearly had experience in murder. Ergo, she okay, someone. Okay, wait. Her, her it wait. all adds up. No, I, I, I don't believe L- it. Listen, do I believe up. it? Do I believe it? I don't know, but I think <laughs> she could kill someone very easily. Yes. And she would do it on behalf of one of her friends, See Nobody, No Crime, on the Evermore album. Okay. But if you want to know more, just Google it. It is a fascinating ride. It's so, so Yeah, funny. okay. I definitely, I mean, I don't know either if I'm going to believe that. My thing is, though, let's just say it is true. Who cares? Nobody cares. Yes. I they, think if someone dies no, out know. of nowhere. Okay, no, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Could you imagine? Picture this, right? Picture this. It's. 2030, right? Okay, sure. And, and there's and there's a Dateline special. And it's revealed that Taylor Swift and Harry Styles murdered someone. How crazy would that be? Oh, the world that would we were right this okay, entire no, that, time. Yeah. Okay. God, I want to write that movie. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll, we can do it. I don't even we'll know. Make, we'll, make, we'll make it happen. It feels like every day, though... Something with a celebrity is going on, and that's the one thing everybody talks about. And even if it's like something as you know simple, you know maybe okay, yeah. So let's just say Taylor Swift and Harry Styles maybe did you know accidentally kill a person or something. <laughs> that's a terrible thing. It's completely awful. Let's just say they murdered someone. No, 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 no. no. Who it's, cares? Listen, <laughs> it's completely awful. But it's not something that after like twenty years that it's happened should still be the world's biggest thing to be talked about. That should be like, okay, will be. maybe I bring it up, but it shouldn't be something like, oh, I'm going to bring up like, hey, remember when Taylor Swift, dude, everybody's still talking about that today. Like, that's not what I would expect to hear. People still talk about, I'm not going to, never mind. No, uh, no, never mind. What, what, what was that? Never mind, never mind. Oh. Point is, point is, I think news like that would stick around for a while, especially considering the fan base that of Taylor course, has. Of course, but the, the thing is, is that, like, as as a fan of that conspiracy theory, like, everyone knows it did not happen, but the fact that you can say this happened and the songs just perfectly fit, it's yeah. it's too good. It's just, it's so great. It's such a fun theory to have. Yeah, I mean, like, did it happen? Probably not, but, you know, as far if it's as we know, a couple years down the road, I would say I told you so. Yeah, okay. if the news appeared, you you could say you saw it coming a mile away. Absolutely, you can definitely say. And you, right. but you and I say, Ryan. I will find you, and I will tell you that. I'll tell you one thing. See, and that kind of worries me the way you uh, you said that right there. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'll <laughs> be uh, watching my back. Right, watch, no. watch your back. But also, Ryan, always remember this: it must be believed to be seen. Thank you for the reference to the Willy Wonka musical, Jonah. Well, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's true though. He's right. It must be believed to be seen. 
Well, I think a lot of Taylor Swift fans already believe it, so... Oh, no. We believe a lot of things. Do you well, believe... Well, because we believe her. Because she's be- been through a lot, and we will... We're, I ride or die, baby. Like, I love her so much. I, I do appreciate the passion that listeners can have for the artists. That, and especially well, okay. The well, do you know... Okay, well, if I may, um, it's because a lot of us fans, speaking from experience, literally have grown up with her. Okay, like, yeah, that, that's true. She came... Fearless came into my life. When I was a youngin, and I was a hopeless romantic, and there was a lot of feelings going on, and then as I grew up, she kept on releasing albums, and they kind of fell at certain part- points in my life, and now she's coming back, and she's re-recording those albums, so I'm really curious to see, one, how they sound, because I'm stoked, because I love Fearless, she's releasing it in a month, um, while we're, when we're recording this. Um, but also, like, how fans will kind of listen to them as not only a nostalgia thing, but where I was, but also, like, where I am now and what songs stand out now and what songs stood out back then. I think that's great. And and I think you're... great. Yeah. Your love for her shows that. It shows that history. But, but, okay, but are we going to completely ignore the fact she was in the 2019 film Cats? I want you to completely ignore that. Okay, listen, 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 listen. Listen, listen, listen. What now? I I told my friend, I said, I'll see Cats with you, but I have to be not sober. Unfortunately, those plans did not fall through because I had to be the DD. So we go to see Cats. I'm the sober one of the group. And of course, at the time, I was working in Chicago, and Cats was playing I was working at Broadway in Chicago so I saw cats like every single week for like three months or whatever against my will um and so I watched it and it shouldn't have never been made period yeah but the only yeah. reason Taylor was in it is because she loves she loves cats like she she's does. a big that cat fan funny. doesn't she have cats so I wasn't surprised that she was in it mm-hmm. she should have never sung the song that she sung and it never should have been made but I still love her, despite all her faults. You you don't think she sung? She should have sung McCavity? because I I like that cover, McCavity. I don't mind. Well, I haven't listened to it in a while. I feel like I if I would go back and listen to it, I have more sense of respect for it. But I think out of all the songs she could have sang, that's probably the best one for her. But I just remember like the visual. I wasn't hearing her. I was seeing it. And seeing, what's that actor's name who played McCavity? Idris Elba? Oh, they poor man. They made him ugly. Poor man. How do you make Idris Elba, a gorgeous man, ugly? They did the impossible. I was so mad when I saw okay. him. Like, he was great. He like, takes off this like fur coat, uh. and I was expecting to see like the gorgeous man, and I see a, a gross cat, and I'm like, how did, how? No, but she was about, fine. Okay. She was fine just he until the coat so came off. so many people. No, no, uh, no, no, no. But Rebel Wilson, though, in the very beginning, Rebel Wilson is oh just, boy. no. It weirded me out, and that's about when, uh, Lauren was showing me the movie. That's about when we stopped the movie. You stopped the, you stopped too late. You should have, you should have just not watched it. <laughs> no, because we wanted to watch it so we could just make fun of it and laugh at it, and immediately... When, like, Jason Derulo showed up, uh, we're just oh, like, yeah. hey, it's Jason Derulo. Of course, James Corden playing himself like he does in, like, every movie he's um, in. Yeah, like, like uh, well, no, not in every movie. Let's talk about The Prom. I haven't seen The Prom. We can't honest. talk about The Prom. 
Not yet. Why she hasn't seen it? You haven't seen yes. it yet? Yes. You have. I mean, I know to of it, but I haven't it. seen it. I like that one song. Mm. Love thy neighbor. There is a very, very wholesome uh, relationship story at the heart of the movie. There um, is. Any- no, I know. I know the premise. Like I've listened to the Broadway show. I just haven't seen the movie. There's a Broadway show. You didn't know. That that was based off the Broadway show. I didn't know. I didn't. I just oh thought it was a movie. Gosh. I thought it was a musical movie that someone just decided You're to make. Uncultured right? human being. Where are you? Right I'm, now? I'm. Look. All right. I did theater through high school. I worked at a theater, and I'm still like, I'm still. Wait. Are like, you being serious? Are you? Are you fucked? No, I'm 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 not kidding. I I never heard of that musical before. Okay, and oh I'm still yeah, no, it's a Broadway musical. Pause, thing. pause. Throughout pause. my life, I think I'll no. always be stepping into the world of musical theater. I don't think I'll ever fully get through the doorway. There's always something I've never heard of. <laughs> that people say like, "Oh my God, you haven't heard of like yeah. Doghouse or whatever it is." Like, <laughs> "Oh my God, the Titanic musical that was amazing." Like, no, of course my, I haven't my, heard of these my things. Four words, four words for you. Get in the now. I am in the now. Uh, not exactly. Not exactly. Jonah, every time we're on a podcast, you talk about music that hasn't been listened to in 20 years. <laughs> okay. But I'm still oh. able to stay current and in the now. I'm still able to stay current Ooh, with music. Clearly, you aren't words. doing the same with Broadway shows like Tarzan and Titanic. See, who cares about Tarzan the musical? <laughs> Only I you would. Don't. <laughs> Only you Because it was Phil Collins. You have Phil Collins. You have... People flying around on rigs like this is exciting for a Broadway show. Maybe it didn't do too well with, you know, people, but in audiences alike, maybe they weren't the biggest fans. But at the time when it initially opened, it actually did do really good for the time being. Like it actually was a good show and people did talk highly of it for a decent amount of time. So, okay. I've heard good things about it. I just never had a desire to listen to it, to be honest. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe we can explore more of it in a uh, future time. <laughs> we're gonna end on Tarzan the musical. No, we're not. We're gonna, and we're gonna we're gonna discuss one more thing. What do you what the new musicals? I think are doing something well. I think we're exploring new genres with newer musicals. Yeah. Uh, be it Hamilton, Hades Town, in the uh, Heights, in, in the Heights. I think they're. I think I don't know. What's your favorite mu- new musical of the past? Six. Like. 10 years. Wait, what do you say? Favorite musical of the past 10 years. How can I, how can I choose? Look at all my playbills back yeah, here. Yeah, man. <laughs> Come um, on. I've seen a lot of shows. I think so. One of my favorite, oh, frick. I can't choose. Well, I can't choose Hamilton because that's a whole nother level. Yeah, that's, that's a just, whole. Yeah. It's like a three-way tie. <laughs> So, so I really liked, real quick, I really liked uh, American Idiot, the musical. Okay. Which is based on Green Day. I love Green Day. Yeah. Uh, I loved Once. Once was really good. I have yet to listen um, to it, but I've heard great things. You'll, I, I'll make you listen to it. Um, and <laughs> okay. Come From Away. I love Oh, Come Away. yes. Come From Away. Um, and the one I, well, and then the two I haven't seen that I really want to see is Hadestown, obviously. Well, yeah. uh, love um, Hadestown. And Six. Six. I did a, I did a feminist paper on it for one of my classes. 
Six is amazing. I've not seen it, but I've, it. I've heard. I've heard. I'm pro- I've been uh, promised tickets to it for now two Christmases, and I will hold my parents to that when Broadway, when Chicago Broadway reopens. Ask for it's two. It's gonna happen. Ask for two. Um, two. Both of you to assume I would actually take you. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's not here. a date kind of musical. Maybe it's fine. It's I'll, I'll just call up another friend to see that movie with me a few weeks from now. It's fine. Don't worry movie? about it. We'll even it out. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. <laughs> you started that whole Godzilla thing with me, and you're going to finish it. All right. Do it, Ryan. Do it. You're you're brave enough. Hades do. Town is the musical of the past 10 years that I think I've liked the most, be it the story and the music. I think it was all very brilliantly written. And a, a nice yeah. Michelle, uh, whatever she writes next, uh, you can bet your ass oh, I'll be Percy listening Jack- to that too. The Lightning Thief. Oh, oh no. Lightning Thief. You can't forget about that. Oh, I love Percy Jackson. I oh, know. I, so I know. Jonah. <laughs> I um, know you know. Favorite uh, Broadway show. Uh, out of the past ten years, sure, yeah, like recent, yeah. Can I can I give my top three? Because I can't pick one. Okay, Hades Town is definitely one. Uh, believe it or not, I like uh, I liked listening to Waitress a lot. Waitress is actually really Ooh, good. I definitely yeah. liked Waitress a lot, and um, Mean Girls, yeah, yeah. Oh, honestly, mean girls mean girl, but you know what? You know that you know what should have gone to Broadway. The Hunchback of Notre Dame. That's that what should have brought Yep, yep. I am Ooh. serious, man. Esmeralda's song in that. That was that was a fire. Missed opportunity. Made of stone. Sense. Made of stone is like it hits on different levels. Made of stone is so good. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I think we're gonna end it there uh, on a yeah. ni- nicer, wholesome note that is free of felines. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we will save it there. Wow. Free of felines yes. and gorillas in the jungle swinging around. Yeah. Uh, so Veronica Rusk, thank you yes. very much for being with us tonight and sharing your insight on yes. the music industry, modern day music. Oh, you're so uh, welcome. Taylor Swift. I'd love to come back if I'm welcomed. It was very, very nice to hear, and I really enjoyed the conversation we had. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. So, it was so nice thank you. you both. Anytime. Uh, and if anyone else listening would like to have conversations like these, uh, let us know. Once again, we, we, you, you probably have one or both of our contact info somewhere in your phone. Uh, if you don't, you probably know someone who does. <laughs> so uh, but we'll, we'll be happy to have you as a guest on the show. So... Uh, yeah, thank you very much to our listeners for listening to another episode of Casual Conversations with Ryan and Jonah. I am Ryan. I'm Jonah. I'm Veronica. And have a great day. Bye. Or good night. Or Or good good evening. Or good day. Or good afternoon. Bye-bye. This has been Casual Conversations with Ryan and Jonah. We hope you've enjoyed your time with us tonight, and we hope that you'll check in again with us next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.